Hello there. Hey, everybody. And welcome to the newest episode of the internet's, quite frankly, most beloved mm-hmm. podcast. It's it's the it's of the moment. It's most sensational. And we understand that we reach a very wide audience that takes many shapes and sizes and forms. But one of our more underserved populations has been the family demographic. Yeah, family, children. Mm-hmm. We know a lot. A lot of you will listen. You know, call the kids in from working in the fields yep. on the home on the homestead. Yep. Gather around the old timey radio and then you know plug in your 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 iPhone and listen to our podcast as a family. But we also understand that we have uh, we, we we've been a little naughty. Sometimes we may deal with some suggestive adult themes. themes yeah. You know, and sometimes I can act like a sailor with my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's okay. Some people are like that. That's fine. And sometimes I can read stories about people doing very heinous things mm-hmm. to their genitals and to Pokemon. Yeah. And it happens. It happens. Okay. We're in fan fiction. Yeah, we're in fan fiction. That's the corner of the inter- the internet that we've inhabited. Yes. We've set up shopping. Yes. But we feel bad about that because, yeah. you, you know, we, we don't want to force any of that on no. your children. Maybe you want to expose them to that. That's yeah. great, too. But we want to offer, you know, something that's more kid-friendly writ large yes yes and we understand as well that some of the more unexplained views on the internet can be explained by children mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if you see a video on YouTube, from the mouth of babes hey sure yeah yeah but when you see when you see a video on youtube and you're like how does that have you know 30 million views it's kids kids mm-hmm. are watching it yeah so we need kids to listen Mm-hmm. We're desperate yes. for views. That's another, for yeah, another kid. Yeah. yeah, another massive market that we that's, can. That's hit. a big demographic we need to hit. The minion market. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> the minion market. So we have decided that we are going to dedicate our first of possibly many episodes mm-hmm. to children, to all the kids Sweet, out there. Sweet, innocent, unassuming children. Children and kids out there. Um, uh, for any of the people that listen to us, that may be teachers. Mm-hmm. You can sit down. Yeah, if you have a hangover from the night before and yeah. you want to kind of just phone it in today, yeah, set us up on a speaker and we'll we'll lead the class. We guarantee you this this episode will be Squeak, kid friendly, squeaky clean. <laughs> Unfortunately, we picked the fan fictions yeah. before we came up with this idea, yes. but we're gonna we're gonna roll with it. We're just gonna roll with it. Uh, no need to do extra work and pick new fix. No, we don't have time for that. Yeah. We're on a we're on a time crunch. We have budgetary restrictions. The editor's getting on our back. God, he's banging on the window right now. Yeah. I see you, Perry. I see you. Okay. We're yeah. working on it. We're trying, okay? So we would just like to let you guys know before we start that this is family friendly. Mm-hmm. Sit back, yep. relax, enjoy the show. Grab your kids, cl- hold them close. Yes. Have this be a nice a moment together. Squeaky cling. Mm-hmm. Show this to your Bible group, perhaps. Yes. And we put a hard cap on, you know, nine years old and above for our show. Anybody? Now anybody can anybody. listen. It's, anybody. Uh, listen it's like Legos, except even more inclusive. Because you can't swallow this podcast and choke. No. The only thing you can swallow is joy and laughter. And you know what? And if you choke to death on that, that is that <laughs> yeah, the worst thing in yeah. the world? No, I don't think so. That's how I want to go. And if this brings families together, that's what I'm here for. Let's bridge the divide between generations, past yes. and present. Absolutely. And future. And let's get it. Before we start, quick note. So what we did was we both picked a fic. We're going to have the other person read it, mm-hmm. never having read it before. Mm-hmm. 
kid friendly. Yeah, kid friendly. Um, and again, I, I picked this up before we came up with this idea. Uh, yeah. So I, I grabbed a ch- second chapter of this fic, um, and in, it, it's a, it's Justice League. Okay. Uh, and in the first chapter, the Justice League is having a party, a big fun party, um, and they are exposed to a drug in the punch that makes them more soon. let's say a funny tasting yeah potion funny juice magic yeah that makes them more suggestive to give each other hugs very elongated hugs yeah and um wrestling perhaps wrestling they wrestle yeah and wally west um he he has a very fast metabolism so it goes yeah. through his system quickly that's yeah. brilliant stroke of genius how they wrote that in yes and um and he he is um, he is hugged several times, and then he wrestles. He wrestles he with ra- the yeah. Green Lantern, and then he says, "The only person who can help me solve this mystery yeah. is Batman." So then we catch up with him heading to the Batcave. Okay, and he wrestles with Wonder Woman as well simultaneously. Yeah. The three of them was- wrestle together. There's another. Uh, there's another character also, but we don't have to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that that clear things up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. With that, I believe that we can start. I believe the term is esketit. Esketit. Oh, hey, kids. It's Big Al, your pal, and his buddy. Hey, everybody. This is Ryan. It's so nice to have you here today, and I can't wait to share some of my very favorite stories with you. Today we have a very good story time for y'all. We have not one, but two stories to share. Two special and fun stories. So I'll get things started with my story that my friend Big Al has picked out for me. It's very important to let your friends maybe show you new things that you can go out and Check out. It's always great to share. So the title of this episode is Garfield Gets Some Big Behind Breasts. Um, there's a quick disclaimer to this. Um, disclaimer, this is a non-fictional... Now, non-fictional story is a story that happens in the real world. So this is a non-fictional story and it's totally... <laughs> To the Garfield universe <laughs> and our universe. So that means it takes place in real times. Big Al, do you have anything to share about your story before we get going? Garfield's a cat. <laughs> Garfield is a cat. Now, I would be remiss, and remiss is a big people word. That means I would be ashamed if I did not mention the cast. Garfield. Garfield, the lasagna-loving cat from the Sunday Papers, is playing himself. Obama is also playing himself. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, is, which is a big word for a crazy man who yells in his movies, is playing Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders is playing Zodiac Killer. So let's get into the story. Garfield gets some big behind breasts. Hey, John, make me some darn lasagna. <laughs> Garfield said angrily. <laughs> Garfield said angrily. <laughs> While watching one of John's special tapes where he shares the screen with a woman. Now, John's special tapes also starred his own dog, Odie. Do you have a dog? Maybe you have a fish. 
I like to give dogs hugs. <laughs> Thanks, Big Al. <laughs> John is a star in these kind of movies, and he likes to have films with many different animals, his favorite being dogs. What a degenerate beta male. Now, beta male is a very mean term and an antiquated mindset. Maybe you can shed some light on this, Big Al. What's a, what's a beta male? Is it like a beta fish? No, Big Al. A beta fish is, is a fish that likes to fight. No, normally, a beta male is, is a man who, who doesn't have the widely accepted characteristics of a man. But that doesn't make them any less of a man, Big Al. So that might be like, like, oh, gosh, like me? You're a beautiful man in any way you choose to be, Big Al. And so are you, listener. And maybe if you're not a man, if you're a woman, it doesn't matter. You're beautiful just the way you are. For the last darn time, I'm not making you some gosh darn lasagna. <laughs> the degenerate beta scum yelled back. John was upset, mainly because Garfield is the alpha male in their relationship. Have you ever felt mad when you ask someone to do something and they don't do it for you? It's totally normal, but you want to have some patience with them. If you don't make me my gosh darn lasagna, I will take away your beta male privileges to have relations with Odie the dog, Garfield yelled back, knowing John will surrender the fight. And he was right. He did. Fine. I'll make your gosh darn lasamanaka. <laughs> lasamanaka? John, the degenerate piece of, uh, of, of excrement, went to make <laughs> big... <laughs> he went to make Garfield his gosh darn lasagna. Thirty minutes later, it was done, and Gar Kink ate that good stuff right up. Now, kink, for those listening at home, is like a favorite hobby that you have, but done in a special way. Do you have any special things you like to do, Big Al? I like to play baseball. That's your kink. Suddenly, as he was done eating the lasagna... Garfield developed really big breasts. John, the degenerate male, felt even more like a piece of garbage. After seeing <laughs> Garfield's enormous breasts, John is a, is a bit of a, a, a wimp. Wimp isn't a nice word. It's not a nice word. This is an angry fanfiction. <laughs> oh my freaking gosh, my breasts are so freaking big. John, I have a I have a lot of excitement in my pants, so let's let's have a hug. Garfake buzzed in a in an excited manner. I don't wanna be with you, only Odie. John the degenerate freaking beta male piece of subhuman garbage spelled out in fear to the really attractive and really excited orange furry. My big brother's a furry. Do you know what a furry is, Big Al? No. He probably isn't. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> Garfield screeched as he put on a maid costume and proceeded to hug John on a table brutally. Without his permission, which is never okay. That's right. We always ask people's permission before we reach out and touch them or invade their space. I know you might want to hug somebody, but you want to make sure they're okay with it first. 
<laughs> Garfield did not follow this golden rule we've set out, and John unfortunately passed away as a result of their relations. <laughs> Garfield kicked over the table, and the beta male named John fell to the floor. His, uh, his uh, fluid's getting everywhere, ruining the rug. Um... <laughs> Odie came over and, uh, and he, he sniffed at the corpse a little bit, did some other things, and that's the uh, that's the end of that. Um, so that's the end of the chapter. So you know, death is a hard topic for a lot of us to talk about, but it's a, it's a natural part of life that I think we all need to get a part of. It's just how things go. Maybe you've had someone pass away, and it's sad, but they're always with you in your heart. So chapter two. After what's the name of the chapter? <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> My best friend Garfield plunges into the eternal abyss. After taking care of beta male John, Garfield has relations with Odie. Odie is his father, so that's incest. And that's not a good thing, kids. Garfield is sent to the eternal abyss for committing a crime. What's incest? Incest, Big Al, is when you have relations with someone that you're related to. And it's not okay. So I shouldn't hug my mom? You can give your mom as many hugs as she wants, but that's about where it should end, Big Al. And if you're listening, reach out, give your brother, give your sister a nice big squeeze, because you can show love in many different ways, but there are some that are just not accepted. Like a high five? High fives are, let's have a high five right now. Thanks, Big Al. I needed that. <laughs> 30 minutes pass, and Garfield is still falling into the void. Eventually, he reaches the void, end of the void, and runs into a large red man that looks pretty familiar. He has big muscles and isn't wearing any clothes. He's holding Garfield's lasagna fork. It was Satan. He turned around to face the cat <laughs> with a large set of breasts. The devil himself was actually John the beta male that we were talking about. No wonder he was very small in certain regards. <laughs> hey, John, you degenerate beta male. Make me some lasagna, Garfield screeches into the devil's ears once again. The degenerate ruler of the void got angry. So he whipped out his... Uh, his <laughs> uh, he pre he had, they have a sword fight. Him and the cat have a sword fight. What kind of swords? <laughs> They're um, meat swords. They slap together for a good two hours. And then the degenerate beta male and his cat make up. So sometimes we get angry at each other and fight, but it's important to make up because you got to see through to the other person past the issue that you're talking about. Garfield throws John to the ground and continues to still live on CNN. Little did they know, they were being broadcast on CNN News. Get trolled, liberals. They continued to have a raucous interaction, throwing each other about. The CNN boys played back the footage of male, degenerate male John, so that they could enjoy it privately. Suddenly, Luis Fonsi appeared and had a relationship with Garfield. <laughs> Garfield enjoyed it, but unfortunately, he passed away at the end. That's the end of chapter two. Chapter three... Garfield gets resurrected and vores Obama. After, after Garfield passed away because of Luis Fonsi's intense relationship, Luis Fonsi died as well. His fluids seeped into the ground and resurrected Garfield. 
However, he was not the same. <laughs> he was a new, he was a new Garfield. <laughs> uh, he was um, he was wearing an Obey hat and had John Wick socks on. Now this is what we call a bit of a loser. It's a bad look to wear those things. Garfield lived with his father John and his mother Odie. They were a band of criminals that went around disciplining skunks. One day, the family head out to go fishing at a lake, but they bumped into <laughs> they bumped into someone who looked just like them, but he was of another faith. <laughs> they noticed that he was by the lake polluting it and trying to trying to to, to wrestle with someone. It was Obama. <laughs> They, despite his, his bad behavior, they decided to um, embrace him and have a great relationship, which is really important because, you know, sometimes we make mistakes and we're better than the worst thing that we've ever done. So you have to forgive and again, see the person beneath. That's the end of that story. It was last updated on February 23rd and, and quite frankly, I hope it never gets updated again. Who wrote it? It was written by Garfield Makes Me Nut 69. Now, I don't know what any of those words mean, but I do know that the central message of this story, which is that no matter how intense a relationship may seem, you can always find love. And I think that's beautiful. I'm glad you enjoyed my story, Ryan. Thanks, Big Al. Now, Big Al, I also brought you a story this week. Would you like to read it for our friends? I'd love to. Ryan's story is called Wally West is in Trouble. Literally. Chapter 2. Bruce and Clark. He sped into the Batcave using one of the more secret entrances. He didn't want Alfred to see his limp or the red spots on his skin or the marks on his wrists from the lasso, handcuffs, and light constructs combined or to the smell of the hugging that was still lingering on him, or the blush that was probably permanent now, or his more messy than usual, obviously messy hair. Basically, he wanted to avoid being seen by anyone that wasn't Mr. Emotionally Detached from Everything. This author really likes to use or. <laughs> he hissed again at his hurting bum and empty stomach protested. Then he cringed as some of his friend's hugging juices that he couldn't get out of a special private place. Yo, bats, you hear? Something's wrong with Dashe and John. I think someone's infiltrated the watchtower. No answer. Maybe he was patrolling. A silver batarang sails through the air and catches his pant leg connecting with the ground. He feels a tremor of fear, rush up and down his spine and takes a deep breath. It's just Batman being upset that I broke in, he assures himself before pulling the batarang out of the ground and freeing himself from being restrained to the Batcave's floor. Sometimes we can get mad at people for coming in and touching our stuff. That's a totally normal emotion to have. But sometimes it's good to share. Sometimes. It's great to share. Bats, come on. They need help. He feels more than sees a punch coming from the shadows behind him and ducks, instinctively kicking the legs out from under his assailant. Bats may be the gosh darn Batman, <laughs> but even he can't move with super speed, so he crumbles to the floor for a moment. 
Sometimes it's okay to get in fights with your friends, as long as you realize you're friends and you make up. Absolutely. Well said, Big Al. And Wally really shouldn't have used super speed, because he really regrets it now. Breathing heavily and bent over as another wave of exhaustion hits him out of nowhere. And darn it, not Batman too. Bruce comes at him, flushed from what Wally can see under the mask. He gets upset again and sends a harder than strictly ne necessary, but he's very stressed, mm -hmm. kick to the man's other chest. He hears a crack and stumbles forward. No, he can't hurt him. No matter what he's done and what Bruce wants to do now, it doesn't matter. He will not hurt his friends. Never. See, Wally's seeing that even though his friend is upset, he's still someone that he loves. The bat falls to the ground and he feels tears running down his face and rushes forward to see if he's broken anything. But the bat must have been waiting for him to do that because when he's too far to turn back, he strikes again, punching him backwards where he falls into something solid that wasn't there a moment ago. He looks behind him. Oh, Big Al, there's so much excitement going on. Superman, his eyes widen. He might be in trouble, and really, not like being in trouble by, well, any one of his super hot teammates was bad. It must have been hot in the Watchtower for the Justice League. Well, that word has a bunch of different meanings, Big Al, but we don't have to go into them on this podcast. Maybe on a later date. Okay, but one, they didn't want it. They were under an influence, and two, he was still really sore. Sometimes people are under the influence of something that makes them act a little crazy. Maybe you've seen mommy or daddy act a little more happy or giggle a little bit. These influences make us make choices that sometimes are out of our control. He honestly didn't know if his body could handle Shay and die from earlier. <laughs> a bear up, a bear John, and now Superman and Batman. Together. God, that sounded fun, but also bad. Because if Super Always Prepared always has a plan, ex-Marine Jon Stewart was to, under the influence of the fun lovey potion, to think ahead about things like being considerate of someone he's hugging, then what makes him think that Soups and Batman will? Superman has the same flush skin, puffy eyes look, and he wraps his arm around his chest. He squeezes with the force that might be light for him, but made Wally feel like his lungs were collapsing. He tries to vibrate fast enough to burn the Kryptonian, less afraid about hurting the invincible alien. Clark growls in irritation and grips his red hair before slamming him into the back computer console. He gasps in pain and his knees buckle because of the explosion of the agony behind his eyelids. He tries to orientate himself and closes his eyes to try and stop the throbbing. When he feels the swooping wave of a nauseousness pass, he dares to open his eyes again. Then his stomach swoops for a different reason. Because he's been maneuvered into Clark's lap, who's sitting in the chair that Batman usually occupies, with Batman leaning over him in order to exchange hot and wet smooches with the Kryptonian. He groans for a different reason than pain when he feels... <laughs> Superman's mm, <laughs> strong body, <laughs> strong body, wrestling shallowly on his body with clothes on still. <laughs> ba Batman's also wrestling him, but just a little bit. His hands were gripping Clark's face. Clark Superman, by the way. <laughs> Clark's face suddenly came up and ripped his shirt clean off. 
clean off. He, he thinks about struggling, but another wave of pain hits him when he thinks about struggling against the invulnerable alien underneath him. Then Batman shucks his own mask and costume quickly before shedding him of the thin, uh, thin barrier separating their skin on contact. He makes noises slightly as Clark uh, also takes off his clothes before, <laughs> before grabbing Wally and trying to wrestle with him again. I don't think you should wrestle with your friends naked. He's, <laughs> he's sandwiched between two of the most powerful... <laughs> And wrestleable superheroes in the world. Bruce's friend wrestle part his what? Wrestle tool. <laughs> Bruce's hugging tool is is uh, touching uh, rub grind. Uh, Bruce's wrestling tool is going up against his own, and he thinks he could die right now and be happy. I hope everyone out there is enjoying the story that I picked out this week. I know I am. Clark's wrestling tool is now uh, in a space that you shouldn't put one at the moment, kids. Which should be more shameful than it is. But if you like that when you're an adult, it's not very shameful. It's Absolutely. okay. Yeah, it's totally okay. But it's completely when you're young, normal. you really shouldn't be doing that with your friends. Yeah, you should spend yeah. your time outside learning. Playing with toys. Playing with well, with clothes on, you should be outside exploring yes. and making up imaginary worlds and totally lands. To, uh, innocent imaginary war worlds. That goes without saying. Yeah, please don't include Garfield or Superman and Batman. Uh, it's honestly so fun that he can't do more except uh, wiggle with the two while they're wrestling desperately. Have you ever, Big Al, have you ever been in a situation where at first something doesn't seem <laughs> right or maybe it's something you don't want, maybe it's a new food that you're trying or, or a new school that you're going to, but once you give into it, it's actually a lot of fun. Have you ever experienced anything like that? Yeah, but I don't think this is like that. That's a fair point. <laughs> Bruce, which is Batman, runs his hands up and down his sides and over his place that you shouldn't touch of your friends. Uh, <laughs> touching everywhere he can reach. While Clark brings his hands around to pinch another part that some people, it's totally healthy, okay, to like this, but you shouldn't do it to your friend. Pinching a part of him, which isn't, uh, isn't entirely inappropriate on a whole, but... Again, do it when you're older. Don't do it right now. And um, marking his neck enthusiastically. That's a big boy word. Yeah, enthusiastically. That's a big word. Enthusiastically means doing... And I'm going uh, to talk for a little bit to give Big Al a chance to drink some water. He looks pretty flustered. <laughs> enthusiastically means doing something with a lot of energy and a lot of happiness. You're probably enthusiastic about lots of things, maybe... Going to the library. I know that's one of my favorite things. Wally's hands were pinned behind his back. You shouldn't pin your friend's hands. Wally's hands were pinned behind his back, so he couldn't do anything more than squirm. <laughs> he breathes. A, he, he breathes very heavily mm -hmm. because his friends keep pinning him, 
And, you know, he's not in a situation where he feels like he's in control. And he might like that a little bit, but a lot of people don't <laughs> like that. Some people so. have so much control over their normal lives that when they completely give in to the domination of others' will, it's a bit relaxing. But... I understand that your parents are always telling you what to do and your teachers are always telling you what to do. So it's okay if you don't like it, okay? All right. Bruce just keeps leaning Big in. Big Al, you're what? sweating a lot. Just <laughs> Bruce that just out. keeps leaning in closer and closer until there's not an inch of... Oh, God. Until they're very close. And he begs and pleads, but the only thing that happens is Clark's... Uh, <laughs> Clark, <laughs> Clark whispers in his ear. Bruce's hands trace feather light patterns on the in, inside of his legs, and he shakes. Ah, uh, and he shakes when to let Bruce know that he doesn't entirely dislike it. <laughs> Bruce then accidentally brushes over a really naughty place of Wally. You shouldn't touch your friends there. Not right now. Mm-mm. Not even if you're good friends. He, he, uh, ooh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he really struggles that Clark is still holding to him, and he doesn't like it. Well, Superman's very strong. Superman's very strong. If you're stronger than your friends, you shouldn't hold your friends down. Superman got that strong by drinking his milk. And, his milk and, and listening to his parents. And listening to his parents. And, and listening to God. Eating his vegetables. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wally's breathing gets really quick as <laughs> Bruce gets off on top. Uh, gets... <laughs> Is not on top of him anymore, mm -hmm. but instead goes down to pray. He gets on his knees to pray. Absolutely. I would say he's praying. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need to question that part. He's yeah. on his knees to pray. I spend most evenings on my knees <laughs> praying. Praying. Praying to the good Lord. Clark uh, groans, which means he would also like to pray, but because he's holding his friend down, he can't. So don't hold your friends down because you can't pray. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, he's... I, I don't I don't know if it's Clark or or, or Bruce, but one of them smirk it's again. It's Bruce. Bruce smirks again before touching Wally inappropriately with an inappropriate part of Bruce's body, an unconventional part of Bruce's body, making very gross noises. He throws his head. Uh, woof. <laughs> he throws his head back because he's a little uncomfortable, or maybe he likes it. I don't want to drone on that one too far. So his. Legs shake. Shake and quake. His, his legs shake a lot as um, Bruce continues to do things that he doesn't like to him. But they do drive him crazy. So you don't want to drive your friends crazy. Sometimes a lot of things drive me crazy. Yeah. Maybe it's your older sister or, or that kid at school who just can't stop annoying you. It's, it's good to recognize that emotion. Take a deep breath. Clark reached around and, oh God. <laughs> he did what? Clark reached around he performed a reach around <laughs> no i don't i'm not using that language clark reached around and uh gripped his hand to pray with bruce and also uh play with a bouncy ball with bruce's bouncy bruce had two bouncy balls this whole time hmm. uh in a sack in a bag bruce had 
uh, uh, two bouncy balls in a bag this whole time, and Clark decides to reach around and play with the bouncy balls. That's what he does. He breathes really heavily, and woo. Ryan picked a good fic this week. Uh, Bruce, Bruce stopped just before he peed. Bruce almost, Bruce almost peed. That's what he almost did. And oh, uh, Bruce just, didn't pee. I would just like to point out that I would like to say thank you for the the public broadcasting service for graciously offering their studio to us and. And we can see our producer through the window. He's giving us a lot of waving hands mm-hmm. and running around throwing papers. He's very excited. He's about He's very the excited about this episode. I think this was a good idea. Oh, oh God, why? Uh, so he, Bruce took out. Have you ever played with silly string? Yes, I have. Silly big string's Al. fun. It's silly. It's a lot of fun. So Bruce not only had two bouncy balls, but Bruce had some silly string. Did he? And Bruce thought it'd be a fun idea. A bit of a gag. A, a fun. It'd be a fun gag. A prank. But only pull pranks if you have permission. Mm-hmm. Well, Bruce pulled a prank on his friends where he took his silly string and he sprayed his friends in the face with it. Yeah, that's what happened. And uh, Clark wiped away the silly string off of his face with his fingers uh, uh, it must have been edible, silly string. It must have, it must have been edible, silly string. Maybe because it was then string he, cheese. He ate a little bit of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> and then Wally, who is in this story, has been this whole time. Wally might have been the one that actually pulled out the silly string. Let's say Wally pulled yeah. out the silly Yeah, Wally pulled it out. It's really considerate. Whenever you go over to someone's house to bring a fun snack or a gift to let them know you're very grateful for inviting you over, welcoming them into your home. Sure, like silly string. So he gets the silly string, and then Bruce and Clark play with it a bit, and they have a little fun with that. But then they want more silly string because he's ran out. So... They give him another one, and he has to shake it really quick to build up the the pressure in the can of the silly string. Wow, wow, you're really gaining confidence here, Big Al. <laughs> uh, Clark, Clark helps. Uh, the cap of the silly string. Clark thought it'd be a good idea to put his finger in it. <laughs> that that seems counterintuitive. Big I don't know Al. why he would do that. I, I've never understood that part of playing with silly string, but some people like it. And if you like having a finger in the cap of your silly string, then that's fine. God bless you. God bless you. Wait, 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 Clark, but bats. Clark kisses his friend's neck again. <laughs> Bruce kisses, kisses uh, Wally's necks too. Mm-hmm. And Wally hadn't thought he was capable of receiving so many kisses. That's beautiful. That's really sweet. Clark also... Clark just keeps playing with the cap of the silly string. Uh, when he uh, when he finds a good part of the cap of the silly string, Wally gets really excited. And Bruce gets really excited and pulls out his own silly string. And... Oh, that's gross. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Clark then uses two fingers to play with the silly string, and Wally thinks that's a lot. And, you know, if if you've never had two strings in the cap of your silly string, it might be a little... Two two fingers in the cap of your silly string. It might be a little overwhelming, and it is for Wally. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, but it's okay because John Stewart, the Green Lantern, always already played with the cap a little bit, mm-hmm. just a little bit. He loosened it up. Loosened it a bit. Oh, um, Clark adds a third finger, and Bruce just decides to walk watch at this part. And Wally doesn't like that. Wally doesn't like that Bruce is just watching and not playing with them because he thinks they should all be playing together. You know, if you're with your friends, you don't want to leave your friends out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Even if, you know, no matter how many friends you're playing with, it's always nice to include them. Could be three or four, heck, even five. So Superman, uh, Batman watches Wally and Superman play with the Siddley string, and he decides to call one of them a mean word. And, oh, my God. That is gross. So, <laughs> Wally really just lets Clark play with the silly string cap at this point. And uh, Batman decides he's going to join back in. And maybe the silly string cap also has a taste to it. Maybe that's also flavored. And that's why Bruce is playing with it mm-hmm. now. I don't know. Oh, so then Bruce starts playing with the silly string cap by himself. Mm-hmm. And Bruce has some big fingers. Yeah, let's say that. Whew. Okay. Oh, uh... <laughs> oh, it's gross. Oh, that's really gross. <laughs> We're gonna skip to a nicer part. They're just being mean to Wally, right? Uh, They're bullying well, Wally. It looks like our, our editor's <laughs> telling us to wrap it up. I guess we gotta, we gotta move along, unfortunately. We'll just move on from that Absolutely. part. Oh, he's writing something on a piece of paper. Yep, yeah, he's sticking it. Let's see if I can stop. Please stop. Well, I think he's uh, I think he's given us given us the cue. I don't think he likes that Wally's friends are bullying him, and I want Wally's friends to stop bullying him too. I'm right there with you, producer. How have you ever been bullied, Big Al? I have been. Me too. Doesn't feel good. It makes me feel sad. But it's important to know that a lot of people have been bullied, and we all can bond over that and there's always someone for you to talk to if you need to that's nice to hear so they're not bullying him as much now and then he decides to take a quick nap he takes a nap while he wakes up and then he realizes he needs to go find someone else to help him and he thanks his friends for playing with him and thanks his hosts and politely leaves in the most gentlemanly way possible on to someone who could Hopefully help him without any silly string or hugs or kisses or wrestles. Hmm. And that's how it ends. And that's the end of that chapter for Wally. And I think Jesus shed a single tear with that one. Well, if you're still listening, I'm awful sorry. Because now I'm looking over at the story I picked, and I'll tell you, Big Al, I just feel real bad about it. <laughs> They're some of my favorite characters, and to see them bully each other like that, it's just not nice. It is hard. It's hard when our heroes disappoint us, isn't it? Big L. It is. But it's important to know that they're just like you and me, you know? They're people and they make mistakes. I don't do that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not in the same ways, but, well, everybody makes mistakes, Big L. I don't think that was a mistake, but we'll move on. It's okay. We had a nice story about Garfield. Where, where he taught what did Garfield teach us today? Garfield taught us that, you know, even though people might not treat us the way that we want to be treated, we can still love them in a really intense, personal way. That doesn't sound like a good message, but okay. And uh, Wally taught us to always make sure your friends are consenting, which means they give you permission, mm-hmm. which means if you ask, they say yes very clearly. Mm-hmm. With no no shades of gray, kids. And also to mind the cap of your silly string. Uh, 
Yeah, they taught us that too, I guess. Oh, I'm uh, I'm actually getting a message here on the computer. Oh, yep, yep. We will never be doing this ever again <laughs> with the public broadcasting service. We've been taken off the air. <laughs> well, I hope you kids have a good night. Absolutely. Perhaps we'll find another way to get this out to you next time. And uh, and I want you to remember that love comes in all shapes and forms and. You know, sometimes it's in ways that we don't understand, and we just have to grit our teeth and bear it. Fuck, this was a mistake. So I don't think we're ever going to do that again. That was awful. Yeah. Please don't show your kids. Are the, the kids, I hope the kids are asleep by now. They're all tucked in. If you want to, if you want to maybe read these before you, you show it to your kids, yeah. the, the title of um, the fanfic that I read is um, Garfield gets big titties. That's not what it is. Garfield gets big ass fucking titties <laughs> is the title. It's on Wattpad. We already said who the author was. Mm-hmm. So there you go. And the title of the one that I read is Wally West Gets Fucked, Literally. And again, I, I, you know, I picked it out before we came up with this concept, but I think we did a good idea cleaning it up and, 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 and getting... Making it kid-friendly. Making it friendly for the, the kids. Yeah. Uh, written by just a 14 writer on Archive of Our Own. Mm-hmm. So that was an experience. That that was something I think. Yeah, just just how about just show like let young people listen to it and then you know study them for a little bit, see how yeah. it affects them. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm looking at the tags for Wally West, and this is just disgusting. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah, for those but... of you wondering, the silly string was not silly string. And again, I hope the kids aren't listening. This is the uh, the adult talk. Yes, yeah, the adult uh, talk back time. The the silly string was a penis. Okay. <laughs> it was not silly string. It was uh, love juice. That was disgusting. That <laughs> was a little disgusting. Hey, you know what, too. though? I think we all need to take a moment to applaud Ryan. He picked his first piece of smut. I did. And I might have read it, but he picked it. I did read it. I did pick it, and I read it, and I'm not happy with myself. <laughs> you never feel as good as you think you're going to afterwards. <laughs> no, no. I will admit, though, I felt pretty good about the SpongeBob one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God dang, look at that thing. God dang, look at that thing. So yeah, thank you for listening. We have a Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Patreon. Mm-hmm. Support us on Patreon if you want us to stop doing stuff like this. Hey, that's a good Now idea. it's a ransom. We've been trying the carrot for way too long. Let's go with the stick. Yeah. We're... <laughs> We're gonna Let's go with the stop. We're gonna keep yes. doing these until we have at least three thousand patrons. We're gonna month. get on. Uh, we're gonna get on kids YouTube. And just start blasting out videos. Yes, telling them how to kill themselves. That actually happened, by the way, on the kids YouTube. Oh yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. yeah, filthy Frank. Filthy Frank. Yep. Yeah. So yes, we have a Patreon. Follow us on Twitter. If you have a fic you want us to read, send it this way. We're not legally bound unless you're a patron. But, but we'll probably do well, it. Well, I mean, we might. We might. I don't want to devalue the uh, value of the Patreon. We'll definitely do it if you're a Patreon. Oh, if you're the Patreon, we're uh, bound by God mm-hmm. at that point. Yeah, I, I took a blood oath. I don't know about you. Yeah. So that's satanic oath then, right? Yeah. I mean, I had to use like a rusty knife and I'm pretty... Does this look bad to you? I think you should go see a doctor right now. Oh. All right. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. Yeah, please go. <laughs> okay. Please go. I feel quite faint. <laughs> the Garfield one makes more sense to me now. <laughs> Uh, He also wasn't praying. He was performing an act. But, and the cap 
of the silly. You know what? Just follow us on our things. We'll stop doing this because this is just heinous. But we hope you enjoyed. It was it was fun for us at least. And I think that's all that matters. Fun. Yeah. You know, uh, twelve for the or thirteen, twelve for the audience, one for us. <laughs> that's what I always say. So. I hope you all have a lovely, family-friendly, mm-hmm. and God-fearing night. Absolutely. <laughs> Go out and, and hug a child, for they are our future. Yes. And please remember... Um, oh, God. You Stop spraying me on the face with a silly string. I said my chest. 